Welcome back to Friends Fit 40s. We are starting our season three. And to start off this season, we're going to talk all about our best quick breakfast and quick dinner ideas. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. Hello, Laura. Hey, Stephanie, and welcome back. Welcome back to season three. That is so crazy. I cannot believe that we have done this thing for three seasons, or we're getting ready to start the third season. Yes. It's insane. It is. It's insane and exciting all at the same time. True and Laura, story. I have a confession for you. Uh-oh. I know. Uh, live on air, folks. I do not. This has not been pre-planned. This was not in the notes. This is live reaction. Here we go. Here we go. So we've been off for a month. We have. And I've missed podcasting with you. <laughs> Well, I'm glad. I was feeling a little bit grumpy today, but that's just because I'm still like getting off the fact that I didn't get much sleep last night. So next week, I think I'm going to like be ready and in the groove. So okay. today I'm just a little tired. Okay. So I'm glad that you've missed me because I... <laughs> because I, apparently I've got to miss us enough for both. Yes. <laughs> for, for this week. For and this next time. week, I think, I mean, actually last week I was like, oh, I'm kind of excited. But the weekend's just been kind of crazy busy and I honestly haven't had time to breathe. So, yeah, but we're going to get there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And next week, you all, she's going to have decided that she missed it too. Yes, I will. <laughs> we'll have that confession next week. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to talk about back to school. It's because we're back to school and some people in other parts of the country or parts of the world are getting ready to go back here after Labor Day. Oftentimes, a lot yes. of the East Coast schools, I think even um, a county just south of us is going to start their first day. It's going to be on Tuesday. Okay. Yep. We've been good and going for two solid weeks. Yes. And uh, we've been back to work for three solid weeks. And if I include the professional development that I did the week before that, it's been four solid weeks. A whole month. Yes. Of back to school. So we've acclimated. Yes. (laughs) We are going to talk about our grab and go breakfast options that we've been creating to get us through this first month of fun. Because nobody's got time to make a protein-filled healthy breakfast in the morning when you're not used to waking up early. So if you can have those ready to go, it is super helpful. Yes, absolutely. So some of the things that are go-to staples in my house are breakfast sandwiches made with English muffins, egg, sausage, and cheese. Some have cheese, some don't. 
my oldest son is doing some non-dairy things uh, just to help with his digestive system. So don't know if the world, he wants the world to know that, but it's the truth. And then also breakfast burritos. So with those, we'll do flour tortillas, usually eggs, ground sausage, breakfast sausage. Uh, and then we'll do some like pepper onion saute. Oh, um, that's a good idea. Sometimes... Half of them, again, have sprinkled cheese and half of them don't. So. Okay. So we did this last weekend. Uh-huh. And I made, um, I put 24 eggs in a in a pan, like a deeper pan, mm-hmm. and scrambled them with a little bit of milk, a little bit of salt, and a little bit of pepper. Yep. And then in a separate pan, I browned a pound of sausage. So I used 24 eggs, one pound of sausage. And then um, I mixed those two pans together, mm-hmm. right, into one. And then I left it in the refrigerator and told my children to assemble it. Uh, oh, did oh, it happen? It was great. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I, I, I thought you were going to say, and it's still there. Right? <laughs> that because... was, I mean, I, we were shooting about 50% on this, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it, it could have <laughs> legit gone either way. So um, there was this big old pan of eggs and sausage. I told them to assemble it. It ended up in plastic baggies in the freezer. Nice. Yeah. Right. So another thing that I do, and actually this week, because it's a four day week, I'm taking a break. But I've been doing the nine by 13 breakfast casserole. Okay. With um, shredded hash browns at the bottom. So a little bit of carb, a little bit of potato and then basically it's that same thing you put in that breakfast burrito but on top I bake it and then I cut it into squares so one square is a serving and I figured out the um actually the nutrition information on my fitness pal because that's what I've been eating my oh, that's kids great. do the burritos and um breakfast sandwiches oftentimes because one kid's at school when he's eating the breakfast so it's something he can just take with him but I have the the breakfast casserole cut into serving sizes and it lasts a week so I don't freeze it but it's healthy breakfast ready to go and I just add some fruit and my breakfast can be made in you know less than 10 minutes and eaten in about that much time so I can really get out the door in time oh that's fantastic that's another thing I've been doing so when are you working on preparing all these things? So I did my big batch of my frozen sandwiches and burritos probably one of those first days before we returned to work. Okay. Um, and I did, I did, I think I did, I want to say 10 sandwiches and 10 burritos and they don't eat it every day. So oftentimes it's one of those one day, it's... Um, some overnight oats one day. It's uh, a breakfast smoothie and some frozen banana bread that I made that same time. Individualized, made little mini loaves and wrapped it up, froze it up so that you can take that out the night before and have that with a breakfast, either yogurt parfait or a smoothie. And so I did that before. Now I'm getting ready to make some more. I noticed that my stock in the freezer was down to maybe like Four each. Okay. So, and that's with a couple weeks of school, you know, under our belts. So I'm probably going to head to Sam's tomorrow and get some more English muffins um, so that I can at least do one of the two again here soon. So you are essentially doing something like this every three weeks. Yes. And it's providing a nice protein breakfast for everybody as they go out the door in the morning. Yes. Now the breakfast casserole, I'll do that on a Sunday and go ahead and bake it on a Sunday so that Monday morning, because it takes about a 45 minutes to bake. So I don't have time for that before I go to school. But if I 
faked it the night before on a Sunday, and then I can just pop it in the microwave the next day. And actually, my kids could take it too. The one who eats at home will oftentimes do that. So Okay. So all kinds of great ideas for that, you know, that transition from whatever it is you're transitioning to. Maybe it's summer to fall. Maybe it is from less hours to more hours. Kids going from one practice to three practices or whatever it is that they do in this season of change. Uh, So some ideas for breakfast to get them all started. All right. So, Laura, speaking of change, what are you going to hang on to from the summer? It's, I mean, to tell you all how jarring it is to move from a summer schedule to a school schedule, it's really interesting. I contend that teachers don't ever really stop. Like, we're always thinking, we're always doing, we're always being teachers, even in the summertime. I did, like, 15 days of professional development. Laura's reading books and thinking about things and doing professional development, too. And so it's never really a stop. It's just a lighten. And then once we start teaching again, it's almost a every single waking moment kind of situation. It really is. And, I mean, just more hours spent at at the job. Right. Yes. Instead of thinking and reading kind of more flexible of that teaching time versus very structured because you have to be in the building a certain amount of hours. It's not like other jobs where you can, you know, maybe you have a meeting at home first and then you go in and then maybe you have an appointment somewhere and then you go out and then you go home from that. Like you go to a physical place typically for eight to nine hours. So and then you bring homework. Yes. On top of it. So from okay, so huge difference between the work of the summer and the work of the fall for us. So what are you hanging on to? What did you learn this summer that you want to bring into that fall to make this transition a little bit more seamless? Oh, so I am really trying to bring home less work, actually. Like I this is this is my oldest child's senior year and it's hit me hard because he's the one who's most like me uh, in the fact of, I mean, not even how we look, but also just our personalities. And honestly, before summer, he was thinking that he was really just going to do something right around local, but now he's kind of broadened his horizons and he's thinking he might even go out of state, which makes me a little bit teary-eyed because that means I will see him even less. And so honestly, what I'm going to hang on to is what I did this summer and that was relish every moment my kids were home because, you know, my younger one is not a senior, but he's a sophomore and so there's not many more years. And so really just trying to, when I'm home and I'm with my family, to not be doing work because the work will be there tomorrow. It's always there. When I go back to work. Yeah. And I work really hard all the hours I'm at work. And I don't get paid to do the work at home. I don't get overtime. I don't get to flex my time. And so I'm really trying to be present and um, aware of that when I'm at home this year. So okay. that's from summer and it's going to continue. So Awesome. So I am working on that 20% time still, that 20% less. Your summer goal. My summer goal, which uh, has been, it's hard. Uh, It's hard because when I'm faced with an empty day, I just want to fill that day up. And so I've been allowing myself, you know, that we're, I'm just going to sit and be for a while. Yeah. Maybe it's read, maybe it's plan something, that kind of thing. So for example, tomorrow, I don't have any plans. 
Okay. And I intentionally didn't make any, make any plans. It's part of my 20% time this week. Okay. And uh, that's great. So I will... Except to work out. Except to work out. We're working out. Yeah. We're okay. working out. Okay. That's it. That doesn't count. Verifying that, people. Yes. <laughs> I also have been valuing sleep more and more. It's so important. It is. And it's so important only to your mental health, but your activity level, your productivity level, and... Your fitness. Yes. It's insane it how important insane. it is. And so as I have focused on sleep a little bit and going to bed and like getting in that sleep routine, I have then noticed the difference in my overall happiness and wellness when I sleep seven to eight hours a night. And so I'm working on continuing that. I'm so proud of you for that because um, I know that sleep wasn't always something that you focused on. And so I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah, it, it's a mindset. It's really interesting because for the longest time, it was like, well, if I can be productive, then, you know. I should be. I should be, right. And so for me, productive was sleeping four to five hours a night, Ooh, getting girl. up su- super early and doing the thing. But then I just like, when I started focusing on sleep, I just started realizing how valuable that can be for my level of productivity and creativity. You were learning about sleep, though, and having a challenging time with that. So I I used to be that girl who would go to bed at a decent time every night. I mean, except for maybe sometimes on the weekends, but definitely during the week. And I would wake up at the alarm. And here with these few weeks of school, I've been waking up an hour or more before my alarm or sometimes an hour or so in the middle of the night. And it's not due to anything I'm doing because I stop my caffeine and I stop my screens and I do my bedtime routine like I've always done for years and years and years. I've had the same bedtime routine. It's because of menopause and man, oh, it's just causing me some issues because I need my sleep to be really good at my job with my little ones. Um, You can't go in and just sit and teach preschool, you have to have energy. Yes. And if I didn't get my sleep, then I don't have energy. So I am working through that, but that's a whole nother episode that we're not going to talk about now because you're going to want to come back and hear about all about the extra ins and outs and things that we're figuring out about menopause. All right. So you're going to come back and tell us all of your tips and tricks that you figured out about sleep. That is right. And menopause and a couple of other tips and tricks too. Yep. So, Laura, you're giving us all your tips and tricks about breakfast. I have some tips and tricks about dinner. (laughs) This is so exciting. It is exciting. It's exciting because I'm not the tips and tricks about food type of person, but we had gotten to a point where we needed to do something because our family was so uh, disjointed all over the place, you know, with, you know, high school activities and my husband works and all of those things as well. So I'm not a cook. Uh, I don't claim to be a cook or anything like that, but uh, we do have to feed our family. And so we came up with a plan and it is a five day plan. And for you all that love exciting meals, this is super boring, (laughs) but it's working for us, which is really crazy uh, because this might be the first time that it's ever like this kind of plan has worked. So I just basically uh, texted my family one day and said, "Okay, what is your favorite type of meal? 
And didn't and you get crickets? I got crickets. Yeah. yeah they didn't. <laughs> so they're not eating crickets, thank goodness. No, they didn't respond. <laughs> it didn't become important until after the fact, right? right. Until after I, I told them why I asked them. Well, my son came back and said he wanted filet mignon. And I'm like, okay. You're like, buddy, that's not a weeknight fast meal. That's like, like once a year on your birthday. Buddy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's So different. anyway, I came up with a five-day plan for the week. So Mondays are breakfast for dinner. Tuesdays are tacos. Wednesdays is spaghetti. Thursdays is chef salad. And Fridays is pizza. And that is the way it is from now until like... You change it. I change it, yep. right? And so here's the really cool thing about it. When I go to the grocery store, I know exactly what my meal plan is going to be. And I don't have to sit and think about it ahead of time, which I don't enjoy doing. Pretty genius. Yeah. Second, that's fantastic, is that these are relatively inexpensive meals. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're able to do this with the economy situation the way it is right now. I mean, we've had to cut back quite a bit just because our teacher raises have not matched the economy inflation. Right. So, um, these are relatively inexpensive to do. But the third reason that I love this is because I have a healthy twist on each one of these items. Awesome. So, right? So okay. breakfast for dinner, right? So we do we do pancakes and eggs and a side of fruit. Mm-hmm. But I focus on the eggs and the side of the fruit so I can have the protein and the fruit with it. Yes. And then the pancakes, I might have one yeah. or maybe none. Um, but because those busy, active teenagers can have several. Yeah. yeah. And so for taco night, um, we do soft, soft shell tacos, uh, but I make mine into a taco salad. Perfect. I was going so, to say, do you ever turn that chef salad to a taco salad? But that makes sense. You could do taco salad. Now, I will tell you, this is just my little tidbit. I like corn tortillas instead of flour. And I think they, one, taste better and they're fewer carbs. So if you ever want a change from the taco salad, do some corn tortillas. That's a good idea. Throw that out there. Yeah. And we bought some flat corn tortillas and some flour tortillas. Mm -hmm. And that was the other thing was that it's interesting how long those last. And we're not throwing them away because we're reusing them like the following week. So, And so spaghetti night, um, my daughter likes white sauce. So she'll make her own white sauce. Um, I'll do the red sauce spaghetti. But I have made zucchini noodles yes. um, to mix with my spaghetti noodles. Perfect. Can and you get the so, frozen ones? Um, I make them myself. Well, look at you. I know. Being all Isn't that weird? In the kitchen. No. And, and they're homegrown zoodle. Like, like my parents I mean, grow the you, zucchini. Like, my head is blowing up here, right. Stephanie, because that's something I, yeah. I bought I'm a little pressed. zucchini noodle maker at Aldi. Okay. And it's just like a thing you just twist it. So yeah. you st- it's like a cone and you stick the zucchini like one side. My zucchini maker noodle thing. I like to buy the one that's already frozen in oh, from Green Giant. Really? I know, but it's messy. Yes. Yeah. So but anyway, so zucchini okay. noodles go with the spaghetti and a vegetable to go with that. There you go. Chef salad is self-explanatory. It's healthy. You can do that any which way. We tried to explain to kids what the chef salad was, but essentially <laughs> our version of such chef salad is we throw out all the salad topic, toppings we possibly can find. Somebody in my family will make some odd note about how beans are a part of this, which they don't think is a great idea. But oh, I like beans on my salad. Oh, yeah. I yeah. do, too. I mm-hmm. put chickpeas and black yeah, beans on my salad. it's protein. But my kids are not. Okay, that's so, okay. Which is fine. And chef salad, you can do, you don't have to all be the same. Yeah. Your chef salad can look different than my chef salad. Which is which fantastic, is right? And so that is self-explanatory healthy. And then pizza on Friday nights is my like 10% time. Yeah. And so I have a slice of pizza or two, but also there's plenty of leftovers from the rest of the week. 
So Perfect. I know. And, I'm very impressed. And yeah. here's the other thing that has happened with all of this. I've been able to have a consistent budget with my food when I've been thinking about these things as well. So that's helped me plan for the lunches and the breakfasts and some of the weekend meals as well. So kind of a win-win-win. It's working really well. Um, everybody's going to get really sick of these items at some point. Yeah, a couple weeks in, they're going to... But I bet you maybe during the fall, like when the season actually... When it becomes fall and it's like feels like fall in Missouri, I bet you might switch one of those out for a soup. Yeah, you know? I could do that. Um, it's just, I mean, we had to or have something, two, you know, yeah, we had to have something to hang on to to get started and to get started. And this was a really easy place to start. And so, um, it's working. And then we'll kind of flip yeah. things in and out as, as we feel like we can, but at least we've got something and the kids know what they're getting and the husband knows what he's getting. And so it's just a, just a win all around. Win, win, win. All right, Laura, now it is time for our weekly homework. All right, y'all. So we've talked about all kinds of ideas uh, going into the fall season, mostly around healthy eating. Uh, so what are you going to take with you? What, how are you doing your menu planning? Are you getting your breakfast ready in the morning? How are your evening meals going? Get out your notebooks and make a plan. What are you going to make that be like this season? How are you going to streamline your world so that it is not chaotic and busy, but it's all the things that you want it to be. In the meantime, enjoy your week. Go, move, breathe, share kindness with others. You got this. love friends fit 40s subscribe to our podcast leave a review and share the podcast with your friends tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work also follow us on instagram feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments we'd love to hear from you